0: And we are underway, broadcasting to you from our remote Pittsburgh studios in Cranberry Township. We bring you episode 27 of our podcast, Steel City Sports Talk. My name is Alex Brown. And I'm Ryan Berry, And together we are back as your hosts for Steel City Sports Talk. As I was on my hiatus last week. Not in not doing the podcast, but Ryan did a fantastic job last and
1: week. ran a lot longer than I thought it, it was. was Forty one minutes, minutes of just you
0: rambling on. Oh my
1: goodness gracious! But it was
0: it was pretty it was good good to listen to. Um, but we're both back and we're ready to talk about Pittsburgh sports, and I have a lot to say. I'm ready to get back. Let's talk about the Penguins.
1: So the Penguins, they've had three games since they've last talked, and not the way most people had expected those games would go. They start off with a really really solid. Throw defeat of Boston, 4-1. to one. Great goaltending, great defense. Matheson has actually played really well. I really like that trade and how that trade's been working out right now. I yeah, really Matheson's, like how Matheson's playing. Matheson's really good. He got good. a goal in that game. It was a hard-fought win. Uh, Aston Reese, Gensel, and Zucker scored. Zucker, Zucker's been playing okay, since so he's came back. Not amazing. No. Smith had his last good game before this little stretch here. Yeah. And then game two, Alex, 7-5 to five loss to Boston. Oh, my gosh. What happened in that one?
0: I don't know what I think it was a combination. It was a span of about a couple minutes in that 5 minutes in that game where it all fell apart where they, Bruins got like 3 goals yep. in that amount of time. And it all fell apart in that time. Uh Marshand was It looks like devastating. It,
1: it looks like what we were starting to do to Teams they they were doing to us what we were doing to Teams earlier in the last couple weeks. Yeah, but
0: it was uh it was defense and goaltending.
1: When you score 5 goals in a game
0: like they did on that game against Boston. When you score five goals, you should be able to win the game. They, I mean, that's enough. The that's they, enough
1: did, they didn't give up the game, which is something that I really like No, liked they didn't. To see. They
0: kept on going, and they got a goal. Sid scored shorthanded at the end of that game, which was fantastic. That was his
1: first shorthanded goal in a long time,
0: Alex. Now, well, they don't play him on the penalty kill ever. Never. Never. never do. But it was a game situation where he had to be there. You had to put your best players on the ice, and they did that. And he came through there at the end. Um, you got Jake and McCann scoring again. Gensel has been on fire. Recently, really on fire. He's been fantastic this entire season. Really. He really has been. Um, we had more shots but that was than goaltending
1: Boston in defense. Game. We had 28. They had 27. The Smith let in six goals on 21. Sh- and only had 21 saves.
0: 21 shots. You didn't finish shots. That's
1: it, what it, was. it was 27 shots, 21 okay. saves. Okay. And uh, Halak didn't play that good either for Boston. He had five goals against on 28 shots. But... I mean, the defense looked sloppy and it looked bad as it has this whole year. And then um, you're like, he got a three day break. You have Sunday, Monday, Sunday, and Monday off, and he got a game Tuesday, which is actually a two day break. But then they come out to New York, and then New York scores three goals in the first couple minutes, and it's like, whoa, what happened here? And the Penguins were able to get one back quickly, but. It just wasn't enough, and the defense looked bad again. The Penguins, for the first time this year, looked like they were getting outskated. They were tired, it looked like. They didn't look like the Penguins that we've seen this year. That could be a number of things. That could be injuries catching up to them. That could be, I guess, just getting outplayed. I mean, some games you get outplayed. It's been two games in a row, so it's only yes. a two-game stretch. They got, outplayed, this can't by, continue. Uh,
0: they got outplayed by um, New York.
1: I want to ask you three questions, Alex. You can respond to each. Yes. What do you think? What do you think caused this? I mean, I know it could be getting a little tired. I think you just alluded to it a little bit, but I think
0: it's a more of a combination of uh, the the wheels coming off for a little bit. But it, teams have these times. I mean, the Smith is this is the Smith's worst two games of the season. Um, I don't think the de, the, the defense the deep, first half of the second game. Yes, but the defense obviously hasn't been good. But I mean, but you got it's just a rough patch here. It's right in front of the trade deadline. I think people are, they're gonna have to turn around there or else somebody's going. Somebody's gonna get traded. They haven't made a tra- single trade yet since I was, the I was new administration.
1: Interesting on the radio, saying that a lot of teams might not make moves because the owners are probably gonna turn in a negative a loss this year.
0: Well, that's not the po- That's not gonna happen. You think the you think Mary Mew cares if he gets like they're not gonna get a negative. We'll see. We'll loss. see what happens.
1: Uh, that's that's what that's it I heard, but we'll see what well, happens. They could because
0: they're not making any money off of tickets. They're, like really minimal this for the first like court. For the first half of the season, now they're having fans there. It's only like five thousand. Second fans.
1: question, do You think it's just a fluke, or you think it's something that might continue a, for a couple of a games? It's a fluke. It's
0: a fluke. Look at it. They beat Boston four to one. They lose to them seven five the next game. They lose to New York eight to four. But that's also it's both of those games. It was a span of about t- five to ten minutes where it was New York and Boston. Yep. Had comp- the ice was
1: slanted. And then and, and then against New York, we outshot them by twenty shots. We had like mm-hmm. forty seven shots or something like that. And then, uh, for my last question, how is it fixed? Well, Tom, or I called him one last week also. Sullivan, Sullivan said that he's not going to skate the players. He's not going to punish them. He says he, he disappointed in the last couple of games, but he's going to work hard thoroughly to get them back on track. How, do you think what is the plan to get this fixed? Do you think they just have to skate through it and work through it? Or I, do you think a plan would also be getting injured injured players back?
0: I think you got to rest. I think you got to rest. I think they are a little tired. That's you not going to happen, of, uh,
1: though. They have, like—
0: well, they have a they have a day here. I mean,
1: they have I, a day, but they don't have many days. They just have two days coming up to this. They, they have their longest rest of the week. Well, they have a back to week. back.
0: They have a back to back Thursday and Friday this week. Um, but I think you gotta, I think you gotta go back to the way you're playing when it was working. When it was working, you had, you've
1: had two bad go back games. Simple.
0: Get back to the way you were playing on um, the first game against Boston. Get back to how you're playing on that five-game win streak,
1: and that brought up something interesting. The thing you said, but off. it's
0: defense; it's all defense because that's that, their playing. Good defense that, leads to good offense.
1: The thing, the thing that was interesting that you said is that they need a break. Well, I don't think we're going to get much of a break, at least for a little bit. But then something interesting is that Boston has three extra games to play than the Penguins, and they're not going to get that many breaks. They're the going to get less breaks. Yes, that could be a bad thing for them.
0: Well, the standings—the standings aren't that bad, Ryan. If you want to look at that real quick, yeah,
1: they're—they're—they're they're, they're fine right now. But you just got to make sure you don't start sliding down because who knows? The Flyers could get hot. The Rangers have been playing really, Flyers really aren't good.
0: Gonna, uh, the Penguins are as close to a lock of being in the playoffs as I think you can be at this time of the year. With the amount of, with the teams they have left, the Rangers and the Flyers are tied with 38 games played with 41 points. Uh, on the outside, like Rangers, they're both on the outside looking in. Five points behind. Um, they're nine points the behind the, They're nine points behind the Penguins, and they only have one game in hand of the Penguins. The Rangers play the Penguins on Thursday, and the Rangers have three games
1: in hand. No, they don't. Or the Bruins have three games. I'm in not, I'm hand. I'm not
0: talking about the Bruins. I'm talking about the Rangers. The Rangers, if if you beat the Rangers the next time you play them, then it's a it's a eleven point advantage. That is Penguins. the last time we played the Rangers. You're not getting, the Rangers aren't going to come up. They're not going to get you. They really—it's going to be so tough to make up eleven
1: points. And then uh, the Bruins. I believe we have two games left against them, or is it even more? I think it's two. I think it's. I think it's. Um, I think that's right. And then, and, and then you got the Devils. You got them five more times, and the Devils are playing better hockey right now than the Sabres. Also, the Sabres are, they, they're playing Sabres the best really hockey are that are they've been playing hockey. all yeah. year, but. The Penguins should still get some wins against them. I'd say only one loss against them is acceptable. Same thing with the Devils. You've already lost two games to them. And then the Flyers, you just got to win those two games against them, I think. Because if you win the two games against the Flyers, win the game against the Rangers, I think you're pretty, as Alex said, close to a lock. Because right now the Penguins have, was it 17 games left? Uh,
0: You're right. 17 games.
1: Yep, 17 games left in the season. So that's coming out of the wire. But
0: the most pivotal games they're going to play the rest of the way is the last week of April. The last week of April, they play Boston twice and they play the Washington twice. Those are the final times they play both of those teams. That is, that is a big and stretch. That's the, those are the biggest four games they're going to play up to that point. And then you got fought, two games teams, against the Flyers after that. But up to this point, up to that point, the next two and a half weeks, they're playing teams that aren't in the playoffs. Better below them, yeah. That aren't in the playoffs. So you got to win these games against teams that you are better than because they are. And they gotta, they gotta win these games. They gotta win these games. But I think the oh, next twelve,
1: about, the 12, next twelve games, I can think we're against teams below them. Sorry, that's what I was counting yeah. for that little but pause.
0: A note? You sure it's twelve? A note about some of these. Uh, a note about the Boston game. Their first win against Boston um, this past week was their first win in Boston in their last ten. They lost ten in a row since they. They lost. They lost their last ten in Boston, in TD Garden. So this, they broke that. It was streak. A, it's
1: eleven, not twelve.
0: Okay, but it was they broke. You were saying they broke their ten-game losing streak at yeah, I heard TD that. Garden. No,
1: that's pretty. That's pretty surprising for. Yeah, that's Mike Sullivan's first win in Boston as well.
0: Well, Boston, we've struggled in Boston for years. It's not just the Sullivan no. thing. It's been the Bilesma Johnson thing. It's been a long time.
1: And then the next six games, they got Rangers. Devils twice, Flyers twice. No, Flyers Flyers once, once, Sabers twice. So you got one game against the Rangers. I think you should win that. Let's go game by game here, Alex. You got to get that win against the Rangers. Go up eleven points ahead of them on the standings. Do you think the same? Do you think it'd be okay if we lost there? Do you think it's pretty much a big win for the Penguins?
0: I think they're gonna over the next six games. The Rangers, I said the the Rangers. Rangers, uh, I think they're gonna beat the Rangers. I think they'll beat them by at least three goals.
1: What well, predictions are t- Alex? And then after that, you got two games against the Devils. The Devils are playing better hockey, but they lost to the Sabres the other night. Uh, the Devils are not. Got I don't think. Two the Devils are playing better hockey. I think they're going. I think they're on a downward spiral. And the thing is that with these teams, the trade when when's the trade deadline exactly, Alex? Trade deadline was in a couple weeks. I wish was a little bit sooner. It's not that uh, little. It's not, that, low- it's not these, that far away. You want these teams to be losing players when you play them, especially with the Penguins, because the Sabres are probably trade guys. The Devils will trade guys. I don't. Expect the Rangers to trade them many guys. No, the Flyers won't either. Well, it depends. They could maybe trade Carter Hart to try to get a piece if they make the, a little. They're run not going to trade Carter Hart. I think the
0: I think the Penguins will go five and one. I honestly think they'll go five and one. Th- I think four and two is
1: acceptable with the way they've been playing. I'll be happy with that. With the best of those last two games, I just want to get this win against the Rangers and then get get at least one of the two against the Devils and then beat the Flyers and then take two against the Sabres. Here's a
0: note. Penguins have not lost more than twice in a row this entire season, and it will not happen
1: against the Rangers. Hope it's not a jinx there, Alex. I hope you're right. The Rangers? I don't believe in jinxes. Neither do I, but the Rangers are, the Rangers are a good team. They've been playing fast lately. They've been on an uphill, and the Flyers have been on a downhill, and right now they're tied in the standing. So, pretty soon, the Rangers might keep climbing ahead of the Flyers. We, this is our last game with them. The Flyers mainly have three games left. Sabres got four games left. Devils have five games left. So, th- these next six games are pretty much the teams you're going to be seeing the rest of the way, with the exception of two games against the Devils, or two games against the Capitals, and two games against Boston. And that about wraps up our Penguin talk.
0: Um, we'll see what happens in the next six games, and hopefully they can continue uh, oh, not continue what they've been doing because what they've been doing hasn't been great the last two games. But I think they'll turn it around against the Rangers and the Devils in their back-to-back on Thursday and Friday of this week. But f- next, now let's talk a little bit about Pitt. Because uh, let's talk a little bit about Pitt basketball, Ryan. Oh, yeah, Pitt. You want nice to talk the the about Pitt? You want to talk about Pitt?
1: All right. Uh, Yep, they got one commitment, and then there's another commitment that's coming up soon that's going to be an important one for the upcoming season. It was good to get that big goose egg no, on no, the, and No, uh,
0: not a commitment. Uh, a person that's going to commit somewhere. You said
1: a, a commitment coming up. So you said you, like they're a committing A player that Pitt. is committing coming up. I guess yeah, Phil but he's not going to commit He's not coming to Pitt. If if he's he's wasn't, if to if wasn't Pitt. clear enough. He's not coming to Pitt. So right now, Nate Santos committed, uh, good to get the goose egg off, he's a three-star, which originally the 63rd ranked player in the class, which is really good, but then it, he t- tore his ACL, dropped a little bit in the rankings, which happens when you get injured, especially at these rankings, because as soon as you get injured, boom, these guys don't care about you anymore until until you get healthy again. But he's well, a good,
0: he good though? He, I mean, he could be a completely different player. He's a good player, he came back How later. How do you know that? How he, do you
1: know he, that? He, he came back later in his senior year, gave some good plays, gave some good stats, and then Let's see what he brings to pit. He's gonna be. He's a good outside shooter and he's tall. One of the pluses in this game is one of his coaches said was that he's six seven, and so when he shoots from the th- three point line inside the three point line, all he said he can shoot from anywhere because guys aren't able to reach over him because he's a six seven, a tall, f- a tall player to f- or shooting or small forward, <laughs> small forward. Mm. Get the joke there. And then uh, so hopefully we'll see what he brings. I'm not expecting to be a star, but he said hopefully he can start building. Bringing Pitt to that help, bring, bring Pitt to the tournament, help his teammates whatever way he can, and I assume he'll get a pretty big role in his first season at Pitt. Not a huge role, probably about the same as Will Jeffers had this year. It's like it's like be to say that Will Jeffries had this
0: year. It's gonna, he's going to be a starter. He's going to be starting every game because we have nobody else. Yes, he would. Who would
1: start over him? So right now, small forward or shooting forward. He's he's gonna be he, or. He, can, he can move at any position. Yeah, either Sh- or. Shoot it forward. ethiel Horns gonna be the starter. Okay, who's the
0: other, about the? Um, you got if um, Champagne comes
1: back, you get him, and if Sibandi Cibandi is coming back, you left him, and then you'll and then you have Femi at point guard. And I wouldn't center, start.
0: I wouldn't start Nike over him.
1: I'd I'd rather actually start. I'd I'd rather start him over Horton and keep Nike in the lineup. Why? Because the way Nike finished the year, he's a good player. He can really shoot the ball, and he was getting into a rhythm at the end of the year. Because he actually didn't get eligibility until halfway through the season. So he was getting the rule. You didn't really see that much from him. Cable didn't give him much opportunity when we saw those guys. He played the last couple of games. He averaged 20 points a game in those games that he played. And then another guy that I want to mention, uh, has committed to an April 15th five-star. Efton Reed pit us one prediction from him. Not, no other prediction I've been giving. It's been a quiet and weird recruitment. It's been one of the weirdest recruitments for the 24th-ranked player in the rival's recruiting rankings. It'll be a big pick. Right now, the top three is pretty much Virginia, Ohio State, and Pitt. Right now, Pitt is considered to be one of the favorites. Pretty pretty much going to come down to Ohio State and Pitt. Virginia's a little bit out of the picture, but you never know because his recruitment's been a little weird. So it's probably going to come down to Ohio State and Pitt. It's going to be a close call, and I hope for the best, but you never know. It's about pretty much 50-50 shot right now because it's a weird, weird recruitment. So You don't really, you can't really predict with this kid because he hasn't shared much information at all. He hasn't even put out a top couple a top, or a top, top group or whatever.
0: So these people are just speculating.
1: They said they said they talked to they talked to like his mom. His mom's been saying more stuff about his recruitment. Said it's probably gonna come down to LSU, Pitt, Virginia, and Ohio State. I didn't say yeah. Out of any of those schools, most, most likely LSU and Virginia are pretty much a little bit out of the picture. But you never know for sure.
0: Out of those schools, why would he come to Pitt? Besides, like besides he's gonna be a starter. What other reason why he would come well, here? Well, that's, that's pretty he's much the biggest, that's biggest reason. He's only going to be here a year. No, not because he could be a starter at all these other schools. We can't speculate at these other schools because we don't know they're players at these schools. If he went to Virginia, there's a lot of seniors that this past year that are graduating from Virginia. He could probably be a starter at Virginia. They're not going to tell him to come there, and he's not going to want to go there or have not considered if he knows he's not going to be a starter because he's only going to be there for a year. So that's going to be the same with any place he goes to. He's going to be
1: playing... 20 minutes a night. If at he least. comes to Pitt, he's gonna he'll be the instantaneously the leader on the team, and who knows what he is? He's seven foot one. That's a big player. He's athletic. He can actually knock down shots also, and he can get rebounds. And that's the thing pitt has been missing every single year under Jeff Capel. So we'll see what happens. April fifteenth. We got another week before that happens. Right now, it's, Alex is upset that he's not announcing on Wednesday. He's announcing on Thursday, so we couldn't talk about it on the podcast.
0: Well, I'm, I'm, I I'm, just want to talk about it because he's not going to Pitt. He's going to go to, like, Ohio State probably, or maybe Virginia, one of those two. Because um, if he goes to Pitt, that would be crazy. It would be absolutely bonkers, and I'd never hear the end of it from Ryan. I'd never hear the end of it.
1: Yep, that's what I've just been thinking and about Because he's been t- He's minutes. been
0: blabbering about it on Twitter and stuffing it down – He's been shoving it down every in every conversation that he talks about Pitt in on Twitter.
1: Well, why Afton can't Reed, you be excited about program? Because he's not coming. Pitt's competing for a five-star center. He's yeah, one of the best recruits in the country. He put in the top three of the players. That's good Good news for Capel. And he's got to land one of these guys in the future. There's a couple other guys I want to mention that, uh, that are highly considering Pitt in their recruitment. One of them is Ty Ty Washington. Weird name. He had decommitted recently in this year. Pretty much, it looks like it might be Creighton, but Pitt's also in the top there. And then uh, Jacob Blake is another guy that they're considering also.
0: Are they the favorite
1: for any of these, Ryan? For those two that I just mentioned, Earl Timberlake. Right now, Earl Timberlake's favorite is pretty much Creighton. What about the other two? Efton Reed? Yes. Right now, Pitt's one of the favorites. Him and, them and Ohio State are pretty much the favorite for this. Offered, Pitt's been involved in his recruitment for the past three years. Cale's been talking to him since he's gone to Pitt. So right now, Pitt's been talking to him more than any other school. So we'll see what happens. It's, it's going to be interesting recruitment to see the see what he announces. And it's going to be a big decision to be made, and it'll impact the future of Pitt. Uh, but what, what happens now, if he doesn't go
0: there? Because there was this guy last week. You were talking about him last week. He was out of the blue. You didn't know he was, he was even considering that Pitt was even considering getting him,
1: or he was even an option for Pitt. You
0: remember that guy last week? Yeah,
1: I didn't even know Pitt had offered him. Yeah, but
0: you were excited about that guy, right, if he would have went to Pitt?
1: He averaged four points per game at UConn. He averaged but you were excited about three that. rebounds per game. I would have, it would have been nice to have a veteran presence, but it's not a big loss at all. Okay, but I just don't want you to say that about Reed when he, if he doesn't
0: come here. Or any of these guys no, when no, they don't that, come. That here, be, they're be, gonna say that They're gonna say, Oh, it's not a big deal, Capel's still doing a great job. It's gonna be a okay it's That would be, be a big okay. loss. That'd be a big loss. Okay. Or, you said it here. Okay. It wouldn't
1: be the end of the world. It wouldn't be the end of the program, but it'd be oh, a big loss. it wouldn't be the it's
0: not gonna be the end of the program. Or end of the world. Whatever. End yeah. of the season. Season's doomed.
1: Everybody's gonna die. No, nope, nothing like that.
0: I don't think Capel can do a
1: better job than he's doing. He just doesn't. He has to win to get these guys. He hasn't that, won. That's a thing. Games. That's a thing. Yep. Yeah. And it'll come easier if we can ever start to win. Hopefully that starts. And there's not.
0: It's not a given. Champagne comes back. Let's say Champagne comes back and they don't get any of these other guys. Oh my goodness gracious! You're down. You're back there's where you. St- you're worse than ago. when you started.
1: There's still a thousand transfers available right now. How many? Of the, a thousand transfers. It's picking and choosing right now who they offer. they have picking and choosing. They
0: go, They they've they offered to, a couple. They can't they pick and choose.
1: Fordham transfer. They've offered. They've offered a lot of bigger guys, but they're picking and choosing with the centers. They don't want to make a wrong decision. But they right now they have what is it? Five scholarships, or even it could be even more depending on uh, Champagne and Hugely's legal situation. For, forget
0: forget Hughley. Hugh, Hughley's not coming back. Nor should he. He should not come back after what he did. He, he not only did he commit a crime, he lied to the program. He was obviously under investigation prior. It seemed like Pitt had no clue of these allegations when they, uh, and these charges when they came out. It seemed like they had no clue. I have to believe that he lied to them. Yeah. So should he be allowed to come back and play on
1: Pitt? Well, it depends what happens with Efton Reed. Oh my God. <laughs> And if the <laughs> charges get lowered, also that's another big thing. the the yeah. the preliminary hearing or whatever is in a little bit, so we'll see what happens with that. And then uh, when we have on to the Pirates, Alex, uh, even more that's depressing even topic worse. for that's Alex. That's even worse. Sure. Uh, and I can't be positive about this one either. They started off actually on a good note. They had a really good game against Maybe. Chicago, had a yeah. nice win, had good pitching all throughout. Looked like maybe they won't be as bad as people think. And I see, I'm not going to scroll through Twitter. Oh, the Pirates. People who thought they'd be a 100-loss team are terrible. They're going to have over 70 wins this year. Oh, my gosh. And I was a little positive about it, too. I'm like, oh, this might not, might, might not be as bad as you think. Then I saw he's pitching the next four games. I recognized one of the names. And yeah, then you the name... pitching has been terrible. Yeah. Like, oh, you? oh, my gosh. The starting pitching has an ERA of
0: 7.43. Horrible.
1: 7.43, Alex. Whew. Horrible. And uh, then, uh, and then the last game against the Reds, where they lost fourteen to one in the eighth inning, they had first baseman Philip Evans pitch an inning, and he had the only one, two, three inning of that game. That's so he threw, embarrassing. He threw yeah, a position player. That's better than a pitcher. He threw six pitches and got three outs. That is sad. That's the lowest pitch total I think in in the for the Pirates in an inning this whole year. Also,
0: it's so sad. And it's embarrassing. The only
1: other person who didn't let up a hit was Rodriguez too, and they faced one batter and had a strikeout on three pitches. Here's
0: what I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna say this Pirates team might be the
1: worst team MLB ever team in, in baseball. Last year was last year it was, year it was the uh, worst uh, win percentage. It's gonna be worse this year. You think they'll get more than thirty wins? Oh yeah, yeah. You think uh, they'll get more than forty wins? Uh, I think they'll get.
0: I think they'll get between forty. I, I say be, 43. I think they'll get between—I was going to say between 45 and 42. I think they'll—maybe 48 and 42. I think they'll you be in that before. range.
1: No, not above 50.
0: They're going to be so bad. You never bet
1: the over for the Pirates. The over was 56. No way. I
0: mean, this team is so bad. The average—and they're like lot, tr- All like the that, starters
1: that they had played their last game over their last four years, of every single one of their careers, the average batting average is under 230. No wonder we can't hit. And the only they scored four runs today against it was an eleven four loss Wednesday, the seventh, April seventh. And the only reason they scored is because Gonzalez hit a grand slam in the ninth inning, and that was it. They couldn't get any other runs in any other inning that game, against uh, actually a pitcher who coming into this game, led up a huge number. He had a twenty one ERA actually coming into this game because he played against the Cardinals, did absolutely terrible. And the Reds are actually hot. They've, they're five and one. Parts are one in five, so bad, bad, bad for the Pirates. It's not looking good for the rest of this year, and it's going to be hard to watch. And hey, the Pirates did a really, really good job of getting the city of Pittsburgh and the fans excited for opening the home opener tomorrow. Alex,
0: no, I mean nobody wants You know the reason why this is this situation it's good for the Pirates. This current like situation with uh, attendance.
1: Oh yeah, I because this the might be this would be that.
0: probably the only time that they'll have a, They might ha- that they might have a sellout this whole year. And I don't think they'll even get that. Because their team is so bad. If the
1: Rangers can get a full sellout for him opener with how bad they are, the yeah, Pirates probably couldn't even get
0: No, no the Pirates, Pirates, are, Pirates are just depressing. And look at this. Listen to this. They've had 163 at-bats, and they've had uh, 32 hits off of those at-bats. That puts them at a 196 batting average. 196. Man, that's and really Polanco's
1: got to go. I mean, you can't get him right now because we don't have any no. outfielders, but he is well, who would take bad. He is who? bad. You trade him you, for like a
0: bag of balls. They, that's all you get out of
1: him. For cash. A bat. for international cash considerations, that's all you get for him. That's you the might, same thing they got for Corey Dickerson. And Corey Dickerson is ten times better 10 than Polanco. times Polanco. Yeah,
0: you might, you might be able to get a nice bat for uh, Polanco. You might be able to get that.
1: Maybe maybe uh, one of those nets that they put in front of the mound maybe. for practice. Maybe maybe one of the, uh, that's a, that's
0: pricey. I think I think uh, little mu- might little be a little little much too much. It might be a little. How too about much how about a, mitt, a Catcher's
1: mitt. A catcher's mitt.
0: Maybe I think maybe I mean it depends. Is it a first base
1: catcher's mitt? It just catcher's mitt. A well, catcher's mitt. That's not a first. base oh, catcher's, catcher's, catcher's mitt. mitt. I thought you were talking about he like, said a first base catcher's <laughs> mitt. <laughs> okay, catcher's mitt. And no. then uh, another thing I want to mention the pirates is so they they kind of think Mitch Keller is going to be the f- one they want him to be a good player, a future for the pitching staff. And then they they don't even put him with your number one catcher who they said, oh, he Jacob Stallings calms people down. They didn't even put him with him. They put him with a backup catcher. Why would you do that when you have Jacob Stallings, who's actually one of the better catchers, defensive catchers, and pitch framing catchers in the league, and then put the guy who you want to be your future you say with of him? The better, say he's putting the better pitch framers
0: in the league. Have you been studying every catcher? To study their pitch framing abilities.
1: What are you studying, the catchers? You said you say he's one of the best pitch framers in he the is, league. He is. He is. How would
0: you? Why is that? What? Where's, How your, did where's I, your? Where's your uh,
1: evidence to back that up? There's no actual evidence for that, but he's actually gotten a lot of strike calls in the past for the Pirates pitchers. He's and honestly, he I've heard I've read articles about the, them rating them and. He's a good catcher. I mean, he's one of the better defensive catchers in the league also. And Mitch Keller, I think he threw more balls than he did in strikes. That was a bad, bad game for him. I mean I don't see anything really happening with him. And the pitching coach, I mean, how many pigeon coaches are you gonna fire before you finally get a good one? And I don't this Derek Shelton, what has he done? I mean, he I mean, doesn't doing, have anything. He he's either. only
0: doing with the tools he's got. But he's is winning a percentage as a coach after this season.
1: Woo wee. After
0: last year too. Oh my gosh. And you and the administration just does not care. The administration does not care. They just want to make a buck. You look at the That's Indians. That's all they want. The
1: Indians pay less than the pirates, and they're doing fine. There's no, they don't pay less than the pirates. I, I th- There's, There's no, no way they pay just, less. I, than I was the pirates. looking on Twitter the other day, and I saw a ranking where the where the Indians had less. were thirtieth, and the like pirates are 29th.
0: There's no way the pirates are paying sixty. I think they're paying under sixty million for their people. It's way less than that. Wait,
1: what was it? Forty i think it's i think it's less than 60.
0: Oh my gosh. They're paying these people like like minimum wage in the in ter- the sports play, terms. Do- in sports terms Dodgers, minimum wage. The
1: Dodgers 26 man payroll. Read that Alex. Is uh
0: 226 million dollars.
1: What's the Pirates? Go down
0: let's see what the Pirates is. 226 million. Remember that. versus uh you're right about Cleveland. Um wait,
1: how much is that Can you, Forty million six hundred eighty-one thousand.
0: Forty million six hundred eighty-one thousand. That's a difference of uh, over one hundred eighty million dollars. Over one hundred eighty million dollars. They're spending less than the Dodgers, and we're not asking them to pay what the Dodgers are paying. We're asking them to pay a respectable amount of money, like the Brewers maybe, or like the Reds,
1: who are like one fifteen, one twenty, spending a lot more. The league average. Is 126. Why can't they pay league average? That's a, why can't they, they pay to, league average? They'd have to pay, Alex, almost twice the amount that they're paying right now. No, it'd be more. Well, 126,000. Yeah, maybe more. It'd almost 126 be 126 million. Three times. It's
0: three times. It's over three times what C- they're spending
1: right and now. And Cincinnati's below the league average, but why can't you do like Cincinnati? They're getting all these good players, and they're doing fine.
0: That's enough about the Pirates. I'm done with them. I'm completely done with them. I mean, you look at this every year though, the well, why teams did that the spend
1: the most win the most. And I think there needs to be a salary cap in baseball. I think there needs to be a salary cap minimum also.
0: I agree with that. But until that's the case, why should anyone even endorse the Pirates? Why, should, why, should, why they... should anyone talk about the Pirates? Why should anyone? Why should anyone go and see the Pirates? Or why should anybody watch the Pirates?
1: I know I watched the home opener, but I I didn't really watch any of the other games. Cause you mean you mean the game? You mean the opening the, day. the opening yeah. day game? But
0: I mean. It's, it's you're just foster, you're just letting it go. If
1: you're watching, I'd those rather games, watch the Masters, the whole Masters tournament yes.
0: tomorrow than go to the Pirates him opener. I'd rather watch a pit, I'd rather watch a pit wrestling match. That's very uh, interesting. Pit Pit's, Pit's good at wrestling, then watch, then watch the Pirates play a single, the volleyball good
1: also. Play a single, pit inning. soccer is actually ranked number one in the country. You only we bring all these pit sports in that, yes, you normally don't let me talk about. And then the Pitt baseball team, just beat West Virginia, is ranked number seventeen in the country.
0: There's a point of being a supportive fan and a fan of everything Pittsburgh sports. I draw the line when I see teams like the Pirates, and I they know not If they don't, if the owners are not care. The owners don't care. Why should I care? Yes. Why should I care if the owners don't care? Why should I care if they're spending forty million and they're paying these people minimum wage in terms like base in like sports terms, minimum wage basically? It's it's so. Embarrassing, and it's embarrassing. I think Blanco be the on the team. They're embarrassing the franchise, like the, the a once proud franchise twenty-five years ago, and like how oh, they were so—they're right there with everyone else. Um the winning World Series. They had such legendary players, and then they—they—they they, um, they pulled us in six years ago. They pulled us in was with a wild card game. Was that with the, the area was game? The Arietta game? Or
1: was the, the Arietta, it was the Cueto. Cueto uh, game.
0: It, it, they pulled us in for three years and then once we once they got a taste of it of the money that they are pulling in, once they got a taste of it and say maybe, hey, maybe I could, if I let uh, if I let this pitcher go or let Garrett Cole go, I trade him, I mean, tomorrow is sold out. Is,
1: is that what it says?
0: Tomorrow is sold out? The Pirates the
1: game sold out tomorrow.
0: Oh my gosh! I told you that's this is the only reason why. I mean, the, the, the only time the Pirates will get a sellout is because of this shortened capacity. If it was ever at like a, if it ever gets up to even, I would say uh, it can't be at a lot of capacity. They're, I
1: guess people are bored. They haven't been. I guess like, go to any sporting events. Well, this is this is not even a
0: sporting event. It's like watching a pee wee team play.
1: Who did the Pirates played more was the Sandy no, An MLB San Diego, team. Is it?
0: It's like they're getting slow pitched, too. Like, why do not like forget who they Underhand, play underhand pitched. Like Chicago again. Teagull. Yeah, that's
1: what I thought. Chicago again tomorrow. Yeah, and it, it's not. It's not gonna be one of their good pitches. Let's see who's pitching for the Pirates tomorrow. It's gonna be the guy who pitched the second game. Was it Root Baker?
0: I don't know. I couldn't. Could you name? Ask yourself right now, listening to this. Could you name five players on the Pirates? Not looking it up. Not watching a game right now. Could you name five players you? on the Pirates? No, I'm asking. The, I'm asking the people. Oh, I know you could probably do me. it. I know we could do it. But I, because we're looking at the stuff. But if anybody who's not looking at this stuff, you can't. You couldn't name five Pirates players. I don't think. You couldn't. Everyone, Treasure everyone Newman
1: that. Gonzalez. But we look at the things. Yeah, we look at the I things. You name, watch I the game. Fifteen maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I'm done
0: with the Pirates. and talking about them for today. Tyler you know,
1: Anderson's pitching tomorrow. You know, it versus reason, Jake Arrieta. Yeah,
0: they're gonna lose. But the only the reason. The only reason I would go to a game. I settled those things, but you know. Sometimes it's just fun to get. To the I would ballpark. go to a game just to go to the park. It's the best ballpark in America. It's just a shame that it's just a shame that they have the worst team in America.
1: I like that saying, Alex. That should be on a shirt.
0: It should be on a shirt. We have the best ballpark. Would be we have the worst team.
1: Okay, it <laughs> would be top. It would be best ballpark in America. Worst team in America. That's exactly what I just said. Yes. Okay.
0: What are your winners and losers?
1: My first winner is the Baylor. Bears—they won the national championship. They dominated their way through the NCAA tournament. They dominated every team they played, and they won it rightfully over a very, very good Gonzaga team. And they played better the Gonzaga's game than Gonzaga did at Gonzaga's game. And my second winner is the Reds, off a really hot start. Nick Castellanos is lead that led that team really, really well. He's been a really, really good piece for them. And Jordan Spieth is my third winner because he won the Valero Texas Open, and he is hot. Man, he's playing really good up to the Masters, and he is dialed in. One example of that is that he was uh, in a practice round. He wanted to get his irons a little locked in, ready for, the, ready for the tournament start this week. He asked his caddy to place his cup, his putter cover. You know how small that thing is, Alex? It's, it's, less, it's like half a foot on the green, from, and he was trying to hit it from 100 yards out. On his first shot, he hit it. Wow. That's how dialed in he is. He, he's probably going to be in the top five for the Masters, maybe even going to win it this week. We'll see.
0: We'll see. Uh, we don't talk about a lot of golf, but that, that was going. Maybe we should we should talk about it a little more often. We'll give you a recap on the Masters next week. Um, my first winner is the Buffalo Sabers. The Buffalo Sabers are three zero and two in their last five, so they've gotten points in their last five games, every one of them. So that's they're they're playing better than they were, especially because they've been so bad recently, like this whole season, and they have been for like the last five five plus years, uh, very bad. Um, but hopefully they can turn around. It's a great hockey town in um, Buffalo. And then my next winner is the Phillies. Even though they lost their last game, they won their first four games, and they have a great team. They should be winning these games. They, th-
1: can I say what they before? They sweep the Braves. Yeah, they're a winner this week, but they're a loser on the year. That was great.
0: The Phillies swept the Braves. And then they beat I like the, the Mets. Sarcasm. And they beat the Mets. Uh, one game they lost to the Mets. The next game, Mets are a good team, but they're in a good division and they have good players. And I, I think Kutch is still on that team. I'm not following it uh, tremendously, but I think Kutch is still on that team. So hopefully, for for his sake, he was the best pirate I've ever been alive the to see. You're talking about, uh, yes, he's the best pirate I've ever seen. You can fight, ask. And hopefully, he continues his success. We wish him all
1: the best. Another player uh, from uh, the Angels, because you mentioned Mike Trout, is Shohei Otani. He threw 100 miles per hour on a pitch, and he hit a home run in the first sitting of that game. He's batting second when he's in the lineup. He's a pitcher. If he can stay healthy, he's one of the best batters and pitchers in the league. It's
0: impre- It really is impressive. He what, does play for the, the plays. It's impressive. So. But um, I'm trying to find this guy. This guy. This guy. I know this guy. He one of the best players in all of baseball for the last like what has been decade it's oh, uh mike trout. trout mike trout he's had 19 to bats this season he's had, scored five runs he's had seven hits two home runs and five rbis and batting that's a 368 batting percentage and he has been unbelievable for his whole, like his whole career he's always been, been good he's at the top and he and he's never had a good team around him in los angeles but now he has a lot of good players on his team this is Paul host's last year you got Otani there. You got Upton. You got Anthony Rendon, the former World Series winner from two years ago. You got some good players there. And hopefully they can put it together and maybe make a run for his sake.
1: Yep. When me start with my loser now, Alex? Yes. My first loser – these are all baseball losers. My first loser is the MLB itself for giving Nick Castellanos a two-game suspension for standing over a pitcher who we just scored over. Are you been bit- able to celebrate anymore? Here's here's, the, here's what happened. It goes to get the context. So the ball went behind the plate. Nick Castellanos runs home. The pitcher runs home also. Nick hit, The catcher posted the pitcher. Nick Castellanos gets it, gets safe. The pitcher catches the ball, tags him too late. Nick Castellanos just stands up and kind of flexes over him for like a second and then walks away. Then there's a big brawl. And, and then He wasn't even looking at him, though. He wasn't even looking yep. at him. And then after, it should have been like a... I mean, just just washes over. I mean, this, this brawls all the time. But it wasn't much of a brawl. Like, I mean, it, the Cardinals. I'm fine with them defending their pitcher, but then later I see MLB suspending him for this. You got to be kidding me. That's just terrible. And my second loser, the Pirates pitching, actually the starting pitching with a 7.34 ERA for all their starters, which is absolutely atrocious. My last loser is the Boston Red Sox for getting swept by the Baltimore Orioles in the first. Series of the season, the Baltimore Orioles. People thought it'd be worse than the Pirates. Hopefully, we have a lot of games against those two teams.
0: Yeah, hopefully. So that's funny though. That's uh, it's good to see the or the Red Sox suffer. It really is. Um, my first loser is another baseball team. It's the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's are zero six so far, and this is tying their worst start in franchise history. And they're about to be zero seven. They're about to be zero seven. So that will be their worst start well, you know, in franchise be better history. Than them. Uh, they would be. They Will the Pirates win. be better than them though, this, at the end of the this season, year, though? At the end of the season, no. They'll turn it around. The A's are, are, they should they be a lot better than they are. Um, then Houston, the, and um, what's their mascot, Houston University? What are they, the Cougars? Cougars, I thought so. The Cougars, they lost to Baylor. They got crushed by Baylor. Thank goodness the Final uh, Four game. Thank goodness the UCLA
1: Gonzaga game was a great game. It was Actually, that could have been one of my winners that game. That was one of the best games in college basketball history. And I and Alex agrees with me. I do agree with on you. something.
0: I do agree with you. But uh, this get, this game against Baylor and Houston was embarrassing. And it was a foreshadowing for what Baylor could was going to do to Gonzaga because you saw we saw it coming. We saw Gonzaga going downhill they almost lost to an 11C no matter how good they were playing. The 11C was playing. They almost lost to them. But uh, who knows um well, we should've saw it coming. We shot um, oh my gosh. We should have saw it coming and it was not a good stretch. There for Houston in that game. as They got beat early. They were down by 20 and a half, and it was not a good scene. The Blues have been bad as of late as well. In the NHL, the Blues have been riding a seven, I believe it's a seven-game losing streak. Seven-game losing streak. And it's not good enough for a team that won the Stanley Cup just a couple years ago. They need to turn it around to preserve the window. They still have open, and they have to do it now because they're falling behind too far, and they need to get back to where they need to be in the standings. Ryan, that does it for our winners and losers. It was a pleasure, as always, doing with this. Another this fun week. week. It's good it to have you back. did not have to talk it was great as much, to be back. But
1: we're at that 40-minute mark again, so let's laugh up. We thank you all for listening. And remember, we are your one-stop podcast for everything Pittsburgh sports.